Brandy Glanville is at the center of a new Bravo lawsuit as Ariana Maddox opens up about Pump Rules filming conditions. I hope you guys are ready for it because we're going to dive into all the tape. You're listening to No Filter with Zach Peter, your go-to source for all the latest pop culture and reality TVT, surf fresh all week long. Now, let's dive in. Hello, everybody. Happy Monday. It's the start of a new week, and we've got so much to break down. I don't know if anybody tuned into the Real Housewives of New York reunion. I sure did it, um, but I've been seeing little snippets about it. Is anybody, is it that good? I, I feel like nobody's really talking about how good it is. Everyone's just kind of like, oh, it happened. Um, but if you've seen it, let me know if it's worth investing my time. I did watch into the finale. Uh, you know, New York is just, it's, uh, it's nothing groundbreaking. It's nothing like uber exciting. It's not something that I'm like on the edge of my seat eagerly anticipating every week. So I'm sure it'll get a second season. I'm sure it'll keep going. Jenna Lyons, I mean, it's pretty obvious that she's not coming back. Put some respect on my name. I called it. I said going into the season that I didn't think that she would last. Um, and now it kind of seems like she, I mean, from what I've seen, she doesn't seem like she's interested in being at the reunion. She doesn't seem like, she's like, okay, I did this. I signed up for it. I'm fulfilling my contract because that's what I got to do. But, mm. um, okay, well, Thank you, New York, for a good first season. I think we have, what, part two of the reunion that's airing this upcoming weekend. Fine. Cute. Sure. They're, they're really trying to make New York happen. And I'm just like, oh, uh-uh-uh. Um, it is the 25th anniversary of Britney Spears' Hit Me Baby One More Time. My loneliness is killing me, and I, I must confess, I still believe, still believe, I'm gonna make you fall in love with me. Okay. So shout out to Brittany, bitch. Her book drops this Tuesday. So if you want to get a copy, get a copy because I'll recap it on the podcast. I'll do the main feed and YouTube. So it'll be all for it'll air on both. That way you don't have to worry about because I know normally we do book clubs on. Um, normally we do book clubs exclusively on YouTube, but I feel like this time we'll we'll just put it out on the main feed since everybody's going to be talking about it. So we'll recap that on Wednesday and Thursday of this week. Um, because the book comes out on Tuesday. Tuesday, I'm getting my hair bleached. So Tuesday's uh, Tuesday's episode will be pre-recorded. I'm going to tape that later today on Monday. So just heads up, unless you want to watch me tape the show with bleach on my hair, which, I mean, will probably be entertaining for you, but not for me. But congrats to Brittany. 25th anniversary, book launch, available now. The book is available to order in my Amazon storefront. We have a whole Bravo book club list in my Amazon storefront, so you can order there. I do get a commission off of that, so... There you go. It's amazon.com slash shop, S-H-O-P, slash Zach Peter, Z-A-C-K-P-E-T-E-R. So amazon.com slash shop slash Zach Peter, and you can order all of the books that we've covered in Book Club. Okay, so we have a lot. I mean, I don't know how I feel about this lawsuit. So season two of Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip, Marco Vega. I don't know. I'm pretty sure you remember him. He was the cutie that was hired as Dorinda's butler. Remember, he was like doing errands around the house and making sure he catered to all the women. And Dorinda had her list of rules. And so whatever. He, We remember him. Everybody was thirsting over him. I think even season one had like the cute hunky. I, I, I don't remember him, but I just remember like Luann like lusting after him, right? 
He's cute. You know, they flirt with him. The girls are like, ooh, you know, whatever. So he's now come out and he is trying to sue Bravo and NBC and Peacock claiming that he was sexually harassed and abused by Brandy Glanville and Phaedra Parks while filming season two of Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip, Ex-Wives Club at Dorinda's uh, Bluestone Manor. Okay. He claims that Bravo didn't do anything about it, that in, if anything, they actually encouraged people to act poorly and behave badly. And I guess the women were, you know, getting a little frisky as they do. Listen, it's a girl's trip. You know, they're all remember they pulled out the giant inflatable penises. Um, you know, they were Taylor and Brandy made out. They were being messy and sloppy. Um, and he says that at some point the producers told him like, go in there and get the girls, you know, get the girls going, like not in a sexual way, but like, you know, get them amped up. You know, they obviously, cause the producers know like he's a cutie and, and let's be very clear. He wasn't a regular Butler. He was an actor that was hired to play the role of a Butler on the show. Right. And obviously they cast him cause he was young and he was hunky and whatever. So he claims that he was sexually harassed and abused, that Brandy ripped his shirt off and that Phaedra slapped him on the butt. And he was, he alleges that he was forcibly stripped. Okay. This is where it gets a little dicey, right? Forcibly stripped. Sure. You know, Brandy ripped his shirt open. Sure. Phaedra patted, slapped him on the booty. Sure. But like, I don't know. To me, forcibly stripped, sexually harassed and abused um, he says that he claims that it happened after a heavy night of bourbon drinking. I'm assuming it was Dorinda's bourbon line since that's what she's uh, now promoting. She has her bluestone bourbon. And he says that even Jill Zarin, because Jill Zarin's named in this, that Jill Zarin was concerned about how much the ladies were drinking. He says that, you know, when he went home, he told his wife about this and she became upset. I get that. You know, you're like, oh, these girls got crazy. One of them even ripped my shirt open. And like the wife, I get it. She's going to be a little sl- a little pissed about that. Like, oh, what, you were you were getting frisky with Brandy Glanville? And so he says that it's put a strain on their marriage because he decided to take a paycheck, take a job. Since he's an actor, he was hired to be on a television show called Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip. And now, I mean, do we, it's hard because it's like, this is the issue that I have with, with lawsuits like this, because when you, what I think happened before I get into that, what I think happened is he saw, you know, cause now we have Bethany, she has her reality reckoning. Right. And now I just think this is the moment, right? Everybody wants to come out with the story. Everybody wants to do their thing. Like Heather McDonald and uh, Justin Martindale. Remember when Justin Martindale came out and then suddenly everybody had a horror story that they wanted to out Heather McDonald with. Right. I had someone that came to me that wanted to do an expose on the podcast here about their bad experience with Heather McDonald. And I was kind of just like, and then I listened to some of the things that, you know, I, entertained the the conversation I was kind of like okay this just doesn't this feels a little like we're trying to just jump in on the moment and capitalize on the moment because it's the popular thing to do I had Dr. V on my podcast a couple years ago and she said it's like this herd mentality once one person's in and then another person jumps in and then all of a sudden everybody's down for the fight so now everybody has a story that they want to tell about their terrible experience and yada 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 that's not to say that these things that there aren't you know really traumatic experiences that happen that's not to take away from anybody's you know true valid experience but when we have situations like this 
where it looks like he saw the reality reckoning and he saw Brandy Glanville get into some heat with the Caroline Manzo thing earlier in the year. And it's like, this is just the perfect opportunity to jump in on it. They even pulled like a clip from season two of Beverly Hills where Brandy tells Paul that, you know, she tried to make out with Adrian Maloof and, and Adrian didn't want to make out with her. And they're like, see, Brandy has a history of this sort of behavior and Brandy does these things and it's not okay. And listen, that's not to say that sexual advances should be allowed or warranted just because on the, they're on reality television, right? But my concern is and my issue is when you take something like this that I don't consider to be sexual assault, okay? I'm going to say that. Probably going to give me shit for it. I don't fucking care, okay? Because here's the real issue before you come for me with your pitchforks. The real issue is there are actually people that get sexually assaulted, okay? And there are people that experience real trauma from these experiences, okay? I don't think that this guy experienced real trauma. I don't want to take away his experience, but at the same time, looking at it from the outside going in, he went on a reality show. That's not to say that he deserved this, but it's like, what happened? She ripped your shirt open and somebody smacked you on the butt. Do you not realize that there are women out there that get raped? Do you not realize that there's real sexual assault out there where people get put in these terrible situations? And so what? You want a little attention? You want a little money from the network? Because that's what he's suing for. He's, he's suing for punitive damages. He's suing for attorney's fees. He's uh, suing for costs. And he's um, suing for disbursements of action. It sounds like somebody trying to capitalize off of the moment. I'm sorry. I'm not looking at the live chat right now because I just want to get this off my chest. There are real people with real experiences, and those should take precedent. Those are the ones that should be at the forefront. Those are the ones that should be getting help to sue if there's a big network that's taking advantage of them. I don't think this is the case here. I think that this is a guy that was an actor who was hired to be hunky. You're, you're going to tell me that there probably weren't other situations. Listen, if you're hired on a television, on a scripted television show, right, and you're hired as the hunky butler and there's a script and there's a sex scene in the script, can you sue for sexual harassment? This is a little different. It's reality television. But yeah, so he's not. And, and let's be very clear. He's not suing Brandon Glanville. And he is not suing Phaedra Parks, the two women that he claims allegedly assaulted him. He's suing the networks. And he's asking for punitive damages because there aren't actual damages, right? There was no, I mean, granted, in a case like this, all you can really sue for is punitive damages unless there was like a really like physical, you know, medical issue and you have like medical bills that need to be tended to. But I don't know. This feels a little capitalistic. And unfortunately, it's a little too common in Hollywood land. You know, your acting career isn't going where it needs to be. So you need to find a way to make yourself a little more relevant. And let's also be very clear. Here's my other issues. He was going on Instagram stories. He was doing interviews. He was doing all these things and putting his name out there and talking about his experience on the show and all of that stuff. He loved the attention that he was getting from Ultimate Girl Strip. Remember, he was doing all those Instagram reels and stuff, and then the attention starts to die down, and then Brandy Glanville's into some heat, and then Bethany has her reality reckoning, and it's just the perfect storm to come out and make an accusation like this and, and pull together a lawsuit. The networks have more money, and if you want money, then there you go. I think it's very interesting that he's not suing Brandy and he's not suing Phaedra. 
he's suing, Casey says he's suing the network because it was Bravo's responsibility to protect him and they didn't. Well, actually, it wasn't Bravo's responsibility to protect him because Bravo wasn't the production company. Peacock was the production company. Remember, it aired on Peacock. This wasn't a Bravo show. This was a Peacock show. So the fact that Bravo is even named in the lawsuit is a little interesting, you know? But I agree. Listen, here, I agree. The network had a duty to protect the cast members. Absolutely. But at the same time, so let's get into the to Ariana because Ariana's spoken up not directly about um not directly about Brandy and Ultimate Girls Trip and this guy, you know, suing or whatever, but but Ariana's speaking out about she did an interview recently where she did talk about the filming conditions that the Vanderpump Rules cast members, you know, uh, have when they film the show. Okay. And so I found this a little bit interesting because she talks about all of this and she claims that the network actually monitors the cast's drinking. Remember, that's one thing that Bethany wants. She's like, you know, they're plowing them with alcohol and not giving them food, which Tamara Judge has come out and said, she's like, that's not true. She's like, because I choose to drink whatever I want to drink, however much I want to drink. And when I want food, I request food. There was, she gave a very specific example of how there was one time where they wanted her to finish a scene and she's like, I'm a little too lit. I need some food. And they're like, okay, can we just finish this scene really quickly? And she's like, no, guys, I need food. Can you please bring me some food? And they said, all right, we're going to take a pause in, in filming. Let's get Tamara some food. They got her some food. And then they kept rolling, right? So Ariana's now speaking out about this. And this is only specific to the Vanderpump Rules production company, which I believe is Evolution, right? And as much as producers want to make a good television show, like they also still have a genuine interest in taking care of the cast members, right? These are people like you're in these people's lives. You're in these people's homes. Like, I don't believe that producers like, yes, they do have a job to do. And sometimes part of their job is stirring the pot, but their job is not to like try to harm somebody. You know what I mean? Or to not want to protect somebody because at the end of the day, if anything happens, like one, not only is your ass on the line, but then like, you know, you want to make sure that you're taking care of your talent so that they continue to sign up to do this. That said, Ariana uh, revealed to Us Weekly, she said that they have uh, drinking limits when they're filming Vanderpump Rules. She said that they have, a two, I believe it's two drinks. The network will pay for the first two drinks and then anything after that, she says that you have to pay for it yourself. And she also says that if you're going to have any drink whatsoever, that the network will order you an Uber or they will order you a Lyft. That way you can go home. They can make sure you're not drinking and driving and they, you know, ensure that you get home safely because then they can track your your ride and make sure you made it to your final destination. So she said that you know, that they do have certain rules in place to make sure the cast members are protected. Now, this is not related to the network, to the the new lawsuit regarding Ultimate Girls Trip. This is just her in an interview that she gave to Us Weekly, and this is one of the things that she happened to touch on. We also know that there's this big, what is it, variety? Someone's, or Vanity Fair, someone's doing a big expose on Bravo. There's this big scathing, you know, letter, or not letter, this scathing expose that's supposed to come out about Bravo, where all these reality stars, I believe anonymously, or some of them, I don't know if any of them go on the record, but for the most part, I feel like I heard about this a while ago. I heard about this maybe like a couple months ago. So this has been under investigation for a while. I want to say that this began even before Bethany started her reality reckoning because, you know, she's going to come out and be like, I did this. I did reality reckoning, and this is all because of me. And now look, at everything's going to be exposed. She's a loser. But anyway, 
I've heard about this for a while. And from what I have heard, again, I haven't heard about it since August and mid to end of August, I want to say. I don't remember exactly when, but I just, I remember hearing about it and I remember hearing that it's not really as bad as they're trying to make it out to be. Again, this was back in August, so I don't know if they've found more, but they've been apparently working on this for like six months, trying to dig up as much dirt as they can on the network. And so now they're ready to have some big expose where they're going to blast the conditions that these housewives go under. Well, actually, at first I heard that it was it was to blast the network for these unfair conditions. Then when it got leaked Last week, I feel like it was more about like the relationships that the production companies or the network has with the housewives. So it kind of sounds like maybe there was a tweak in the angle. Maybe the angle wasn't going where we wanted it to go. And so we decided to swoop it in the other direction. I don't know. I just think, again, it's convenient timing. It's everybody's got a story, right? (sighs) I mean, we'll have to see how it plays out. But I'm just like, guys, are we really, really doing this? I mean, I guess we are, but it's like at the same time, I'm just like, it's a little, a little fatiguing. Okay. Ariana continued to say more. She talks about the upcoming season of Vanderpump Rules and we'll get into that in just a moment, but just want to let you guys know a crazy schedule can make it easy to fall back into your dinner time recipe rut. Keep mealtime exciting with over 40 recipes to choose from every week. So there's always something delicious to discover with HelloFresh. HelloFresh does all the shopping and meal planning for you. Ingredients arrive at your doorstep pre-portioned and ready to cook along with step-by-step picture recipe cards. How easy is that? And you can even turn to the HelloFresh market for yummy add-ons and enjoy the season's limited-time fall flavors lineup. Feast on desserts like the apple cider cake with caramel sauce or please a crowd with appetizers like the barbecue pulled pork nachos. And don't forget the mini pumpkin cheesecake. Perfect for a little me time treat. I love getting a fresh box with all my meals preset and ready to cook. My brain always has like too many tabs open. So when I can easily like not have to think about what's for dinner, life just moves like a breeze. And I can save money because I don't have to hit up one of the apps. So you guys can go to hellofresh.com slash 50 no filter and use code 50 no filter for 50% off plus free shipping. That's hellofresh.com slash 50 no filter. That's 50 no filter and use code 50 no filter, 50 no filter for 50% off plus free shipping. Okay, let's see what some of you guys are saying about about the Ariana and the Bethany and the Ultimate Girl Strip, and then we'll get into the rest of what Ariana said about Vanderpump Rules. Um, BTF Phoenix says Vanity Fair had to change it because Bethany screwed up the impact of the original article. Yeah, that sounds about right. That sounds fair. Let's see. Um, That expose was in the works back in March. Bethany latched onto this and inserted herself. If Bethany knew, Bravo knew, Bravo's public changes are to preempt this article. Yeah, I agree with that. I also find it a little convenient that the, the article is conveniently dropping just ahead of BravoCon. Um, that's a little fishy to me. Like, why are we waiting until BravoCon to drop the bomb on Bravo? Um, listen, I... I think, but I agree. I think Bethany must have gotten tipped off to this, probably because somebody reached out to her and was like, hey, 
Vanity Fair is doing an article. Do you want to go on the record, off the record? I'm sure they're reaching out to all the housewives. And if Bethany, I'm sure they reached out to Nini. I'm sure they reached out to Bethany. And Bethany saw this as an opportunity. She was like, ooh, this is going to be juicy. This is going to be hot. We have Scandaval. Which it would make sense that they did this back in March because that's when Scandaval broke. And that's when we had the reunion and the, the screw yourself with the cheese grater and all of that stuff. Yoho says Bravo producers have been repeatedly called out for their bad treatment of the cast members. Bravo should be scared. Why does everybody want to take down Bravo? Like, what is this need for everybody? Like, the second something salacious comes out, like, people want to take down. Like, people are out for blood. I don't understand that. My brain just doesn't operate that way. Um, Whereas, like, I don't want to see a takedown. I want more information. I want all the details. I want to hear both sides. But, like, I want to get into the nitty-gritty and pick it all apart and really analyze it. That's how I work. I don't like when there's, you know, a fixture and we all just want to rip it down. And listen, I know that I got a little crazy and cuckoo. I got a little ruthless and toothless with the the scandal of it all. But I've always said I got a little crazy with it because they kept making bad choices. Tom and Raquel kept putting their foot in their mouth and they kept doing these bonehead things. Bonehead with the boner is his new nickname. Um, Hopefully he's less of a bonehead and he's learned how to tame the boner. But I'm not into takedowns. I don't like a takedown. I don't like a let's rip them all apart, you know. Oh, Storm Dora said, I'm going to take down NBC and Bravo. Lisa Rinna was talking about Kathy. There we go. Now we know who's behind the reality reckoning. It was Kathy Hilton all along. I'm just kidding. Kathy's hilarious. But um, the original drop date for Maximum Impact. Oh, that was the original drop date for Maximum Impact. Bethany screwed it up. Bethany contacted the publication and created a made-up cause because of the SAG strike. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right, because that's when she jumped onto it because we saw the the writer strike and then the SAG strike, and then Bethany's like, yeah, now we need, we need a reality strike, and yeah. Music, Art, and Love says, I feel like reality stars sign up for these shows, and they know what's up. At this point, yeah. Who was I talking to about this recently? I was like, come on. I was talking I was talking to a reality star about it. And I was like, come on. And they're like, listen, I, I we've seen these shows for years. We know what we're signing up for. Like, you know, Housewives is about, you know, grabbing somebody's wig and throwing it or getting a bullhorn and making a stunt or breaking a glass on a table or flipping a table. Like at this point, you know, you know what you're signing up for. You know you're not going to go on. I mean, I guess everybody except for Jenna Lyons knows what Housewives is when you sign up for it. And that's why Jenna Lyons is like, what the fuck is this? I'm out. Like, she ain't coming back. She's like, peace out. Y'all be ruthless and toothless. But here's the thing. They sign up for this because people want the fame. And that's why they continue to sign up for it. They continue to sign on season after season. They want the money or they want the fame. Or there comes a point where they want out. And that's fine. You know, they can leave, but people don't want to leave. They become addicted to the money or they become addicted to the fame or they become addicted to something. But, you know, that Bravo dick be too good to quit it. <sighs> but yeah, I'm not, a, I'm not a takedown type of person. I don't like to take people down. I mean, listen, look at how much shit I got for the Erica stuff because I didn't want to drag her the way everybody else was dragging her. At first I was shocked. I was like, oh my God, sham divorce. What's going on here? I have questions. And then guess what? 
I started diving into all of the lawsuits. I started talking to attorneys. I started talking to legal experts. I started talking to people that used to work at the California State Bar. I started interviewing them. I started talking to the victims on the record and off the record. I've had several conversations. I've been on the phone for hours with some of these people or big uh, reporters that I've talked to about this as well that, you know, couldn't come on the podcast. or like, mm, my publication doesn't think it's a good idea for me to go on No Filter with Zach Peter. But you know what? I think you're doing some good work. Here are some tidbits. Here are some notes. Here are some questions that I can answer for you. And so I really dove into that. Even recently, if you listen to members only, um, or if you're if subscribed to No Filter Plus or the Zach Pack members only on YouTube, I did an episode that dropped on Friday because I do members only episodes on Fridays now. Um, I dropped that episode where I talk about a situation related to all of that that I'm like, okay, I feel a little more vindicated now because there's just a lot of, if you haven't listened to it, there's something in that episode that I think is really helpful to the context of everything and that can maybe, you know, provide a little more a little more insight into that. But, okay, so Ariana is talking about Vanderpump Rules. Obviously, she was named Reality Star of the Year by Us Magazine, Us Weekly. And so she's talking about the new season. And she says that Tom Sandoval is the one that brings the most drama. Tom Sandoval and Lala Kent. You know Lala Kent can pop off. Um, so she said, understandably, Tom, based off of the fallout from everything that happened earlier in the year, I believe the new season of Vanderpump Rules is coming out on Monday. Or, oof, that's how my brain's working this morning. Um, I believe the new season of Vanderpump Rules is coming out in January, January, February-ish. January, February-ish. Uh, Siki says, you were the only one, you were the only Bravo YouTuber who did not trash Erica. And I got a lot of shit for it. And guess what? Now a lot of them are starting to be like, oh, good for Erica. She's showing remorse. She's meeting with the victim. She's, you know, let's go pat the puss in Vegas. And I'm like, y'all are fucking bullshitters. You'll come for anybody when it's convenient for you to come for anybody because you want to do your little clickbait bullshit. Okay? And now look at you. Look at me now. Look at me now. I'm vindicated. Not that that matters to anybody because everybody's just, they forgot that they were so terrible to these people. Okay. Well, new season of Vanderpump sounds like it's going to be good. Um, or, well, I mean, I'm hoping that it's going to be good. Here's the thing. Somebody was talking to me about this the other day about um, the new season and how it's probably not going to be as good as we're thinking that it's going to be. I want to say it was like a producer. Somebody said this to me. And I was like, well, how can you expect it to be as good as last season with Scandaball? Because Scandaball, like, that was its high. That was the peak of Vanderpump rules that we're going to get. So... Now we're, you know, we're going to have to realize that this season might not deliver what Scandaval did. And so that's going to, we're going to have to navigate our expectations and just treat this as another new, fresh season of Vanderpump Rules. It's not going to be as great as Scandaval. Just know that going into it. It's okay. We can still appreciate it for what it is. We can still appreciate it for being a good season. I think the cast is a little fatigued at this point. I think they're even kind of ready to move on with their lives and and think about what the next chapter of their lives is going to entail. So, whew. Um, let's talk about Teddy Mellencamp. Your fan. <laughs> Not to scare some of you off. I like Teddy. I like Teddy. 
Um, I used to think Teddy was boring too back in the day, but now I'm kind of just like, but she was the only one that stood up to LVP. She outed Puppygate. She was in the mess with the Denise and Brandy affair. Like Teddy always got messy that it's hard for people to say Teddy was boring because Teddy was messy. Um, Teddy pushed storylines. Teddy, you know, still is like one of the most polarizing housewives because so many people hate her. And I'm like, see, somebody can't be boring and hated that much at the same time. Um, but anyway, she's talking about Morgan Wade and the K tattoo, right? Because Morgan Wade has a, a tattoo of a K, and it was Kyle's ta- It was Kyle's initial. And so on two T's in a pod last week, Teddy revealed that she actually spoke to Kyle right after Morgan got the tattoo. And apparently it was all just a joke, you know, a little ha-ha moment that they thought it would be funny. They didn't think it was going to be a big deal. Morgan has over 100 tattoos anyway. So, like, you know, how could you think that it's going to be a, that big of a deal? You know, and I'm just like, well, it's a little fishy, right? And then, but they also have the matching heart tattoos. And the heart tattoo came up at the reunion last year. And she was like, oh, that that one's special to me. That one I'm not going to talk about. So it's, I don't know. It's weird. It's like, are they dating or aren't they dating? Are they dating or aren't they dating? Oh, I think they're dating. They're absolutely dating. Oh, they're absolutely not dating. They're denying dating. So I don't know. But at this point, just like let the Scissor Sisters be happy. Let them live their life until the show airs and we really get the full story and hopefully we get some answers by the reunion. I think it's weird, but Kyle and Teddy also have matching tattoos. So it's like, I don't know. But Kyle and Teddy have known each other for years. They've been on the show together. Like there's history between Kyle and Teddy. I'm going to make you fall in love with me. But Kyle and Teddy are going to be on Watch What Happens Live this week. So we'll see. Andy has to ask Kyle about Morgan Wade. And she's been like, we're just friends. We're just friends. We're just friends. <sighs> Dominique says, I'm late, but Zach Peter, that chest hair. Oh, my. Oh, I'm going to make you fall in love with me. Oh, Sorry. <laughs> well, I'm, for those of you that are listening to this on the podcast, you can watch this on on Spotify or you can watch on YouTube. But I was unbuttoning my shirt so that you could see how hairy my chest actually is. I know this is like so weird. Sorry, guys. Hashtag no filter. Um, but as I unbuttoned it, I realized you can see the difference in my natural skin tone versus the fake tanner that I have on. Because I, I only put the fake tanner down to the the, the line of my T-shirt. And then I unbuttoned and I realized, oof, that is a juxtaposition. Look at that. This is Give Them La La Glow. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. I'm going to make you fall in love with me. <sighs> ooh, Muddy Grace says, do we think Kyle will, or do we think Morgan Wade will be at the, the taping of Watch What Happens Live? She better be. Listen, you go support your sister, sister, girl. Get it. You support your girlfriend. Your friend, friend. We love friends, right? Everybody has friends these days. T- Taylor and Austin are just friends. They have a platonic sleepover where nothing happens. How many sleepovers do you think Kyle and Morgan are having? Okay, well, I think that's all I have for you guys. What a time. What a time. What a time. What a time to be alive. I love Ronnie Karam's impression of Teddy. His impression... Oh, impression. Like his initial impression, or he like imitates her. Um, the way I do. Julie, 
I want to do some new merch. And I was thinking maybe one of the shirts says justice for Julie. And it's Julie with an air conditioning unit or like a fan in prison. She talks about how unfair the, the conditions are in prison because they don't have AC. Um, I thought that'd be kind of funny. Justice for Julie. Or I was thinking of doing a um, let's talk about the husband shirt or maybe a um, let's see, let, uh, ruthless, not toothless. Right. Because some of us can be ruthless, but we still got all our, our all of our teeth in. That would be fun. A ruthless, not toothless shirt um, or a I, 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 this one I kind of just want to do is like a cheeky nod. But I want to do a shirt that says find me at Jason's. Because obviously I love the the liquor store Jason's here in downtown LA. It's like the liquor store to go to. They have everything there. They do deliveries in under an hour. And so I'm like, find me at Jason's because that's like a cheeky nod that the Zach Pack knows about, you know. I don't know. But if you like any of those ideas, let me know. Of those four, Ruthless Not Toothless, Let's Talk About the Husband, um, Find Me at Jason's, and what was the other one? I forgot. Well, rewind and, and and there we go. Um, okay. Oh, uh, justice for Julie was the fourth one. Okay. Well, I think that's all I have for you. Goodbye for now to you, my friends. Na 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 na. Until we meet again. Until we meet again. Oh, people are fired up about the find me at Jason's shirt. I would say find me at Jason's, and then underneath Jason's, it would say. Uh, wine and spirits. Find me at Jason's Wine and Spirits because that's the liquor store here in downtown. I go there often. I always talk about on my Instagram stories the shady cashier, which, funny enough, but here's the thing: it, you have to decide which of the merch you would <laughs> you would buy. It would be funny if I just had to find me at Jason's shirt. Maybe I'll wear that to the Bourbon Room show. I'll have one made and wear it to to the show at the Bourbon Room. Find me at Jason's. <laughs> Imagine being back at the Bourbon Room on stage with the shirt. This is find me at Jason's. Okay, I'm getting carried away. Um, but yeah, I always talk about the the shady cashier, and now he does some of the deliveries. And so I'll be walking the dog sometimes, and he'll see me and be like, oh, because he's always judging my life because I go there so damn often. <sighs> All right. Well, I hope you guys had a wonderful time today. We will be live all throughout the week as we normally are. We're, we have episodes, new episodes, Mondays, Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays with members-only episodes that drop on Fridays. So you can sign up for No Filter Plus. It's right. If you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, you can get No Filter Plus. It is only $2.99 a month, and you get a weekly bonus episode. So some some months have four weeks, some months have five weeks. So sometimes you get four episodes and sometimes you get five episodes. But I will be here every morning live streaming on YouTube at 8.30 a.m. Pacific and it drops in the podcast immediately afterwards. You can listen to it on your morning commute or you can listen to it on your lunch break, whatever floats your boat. I will be breaking down the Britney book this week. Um, I don't think we have a new episode of Salt Lake City this week. So Josh and I will not be going live on Wednesday. However, we um, he does have his new Southern Charm recaps that you guys can tune into. I was on this Sunday's recap. I will be on next Sunday's recap. So we'll recap Southern Charm on Josh's uh, YouTube channel that you can go and, and subscribe to, Josh from Louisiana. I was also just on Femtero's YouTube channel. We did conspiracy theories. We talked about JFK. We talked about the Malaysia plane crash. We talked about Area 51. So that was really fun. Go check out Femtero, show us some love. I was also just on the Creating the Creator podcast 
with Bam Taro and Giorgio says. I was just on Access Hollywood's uh, Nighttime Nightcap podcast with Lala Kent and Sheena Shea. I was just on, um, on, on a lot of things. I'm, I've been booked and busy. All right, guys. I love you. I appreciate you. Have a wonderful rest of your Monday. Um, no live stream on Tuesday because, like I said, I'll be getting my hair bleached. But there will still be a new episode that will stream on Tuesday morning. And then we'll be live again coming Wednesday. All right. Love you. Mean it. Ciao for now.